On last week's show, we talked about good advice and bad advice. Well, sometimes you hear advice that you think is bad advice because it's advice that you don't want to hear. It's negative feedback. It's constructive criticism. On today's episode of the show, I want to talk to you about how you can hear that advice in the way it was intended. And hopefully, if it's coming from someone who has your best interests at heart, it's designed to help you. So today's episode is all about taking negative feedback, constructive criticism, and then using it to help you become better. Stick around. Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of CRE Success, the podcast. My name is Darren Krakowiak and I'm here to help commercial real estate leaders to develop their people and to grow their business. Now, I know you might be listening to the topic of today's show and think negative advice is not something that I'm likely to hear because there's nothing that I could improve upon. Okay, probably, I hope at least you've got some more self-awareness or at least you're not such a scary person that no one would ever come to you with any negative feedback. But one of the exercises that I do ask you to go through during today's episode is this idea of looking at yourself and thinking, well, what would someone say to me in terms of what I should do more of, less of, what I should stop doing and what I should start doing? And if there aren't a number of things that immediately come to mind, then perhaps you could use some prompts. And if that is you, I want to share with you the 10 ways to kill it in commercial real estate. These tells you This document tells you some things that you can do more of and less of and stop and start to become a higher performing commercial real estate professional. If you want to get your hands on that document, you can go to cresuccess.co forward slash 10. That is the number 1010, the actual numbers. So cresuccess.co forward slash 10 and grab your free copy of the 10 ways to kill it in commercial real estate. Now, today's episode is brought to you by my friend Whitney Sewell, a wonderful guy from LifeBridge Capital, and he hosts the podcast, The Real Estate Syndication Show, which I was a guest on, and I'm going to hand over the reins now to Whitney to take us through today's discussion. But what helped you to grow in your leadership abilities? Uh, and then let's help the listeners and myself do the same. I think one thing that helped me grow, one point in time in particular was when I was put through a leadership assessment, which included a 360. And a 360 is a process that sometimes corporates do where they'll ask your peers, people above you, people below you, and people external to the organization just to provide some feedback about how they perceive you. And I got some pretty brutal feedback in that moment that included that I was pretty bad-tempered and that I was seen as arrogant. So, Uh, That was a bit of a wake-up call for me that if that's the way people saw me, then perhaps I needed to make some changes, and I did. And once I started focusing more on those areas, I started to do a lot better with my interpersonal skills, with uh, leading others, helping them be better, and also being a more effective leader. And I was you know, continually given more responsibility to the point where I was uh, leading a business with 300 people. So that was a real sort of inflection point for me understanding what my blind spots were and actually getting to work on them. So 
I think if you're willing to do a little bit of uh, introspection or if someone sort of comes and hits you in the head like they did with me and tells you exactly what's wrong with you, although they didn't tell me everything, they told me a few things, then that can be a really great opportunity for you to work on some things that can help you be the best leader that you can be so you can help others to be the best that they can be. Wow. That's, that's hard to hear, right? Uh, you know, when you're, you're receiving that feedback, I wonder, was that anonymous, you know, or, or was it not? How many people, you know, would that have, have been? Um, it was anonymous feedback. And, you know, I'm probably being a little bit hard on myself as I'm recounting the story now, but they, they were the two consistent things that came through. Um, another, you know, they would say something like, you know, what's something that Darren needs to work on? And, you know, maybe the answer was his tempo, question mark, uh, or other people may have said, oh, you know, he's he's good, but he knows he's good. But, you know, so that's basically arrogance, right? So, you know, that was something that I needed to dial back a bit. And, and probably the three A's that I needed to work on was uh, my uh, arrogance. It was my anger management, but also alcohol. But no one warned me about my alcohol. I had to learn the hard way about my drinking and I don't drink anymore. I have been without alcohol for two years. So, yeah, it's it was kind of hard to see, but it was anonymous as well. So, uh, I couldn't actually track down the people that say, I can't believe that you said this. So they were protected um, uh, by the process. That's great. It's great that you were able to receive that feedback and do something about it, right? That it was constructive uh, and and it built you better, right? It helped you to change. Speak to just receiving that. I, I can see many people are, I mean, uh, you know, being very angry, right? Receiving feedback like that, uh, you know, speak to being able to be willing and humble, I guess, which is so difficult, right? To hear things like that. How were you able to do that at that time? It's it's very difficult to argue with when it's there in black and white and it's coming from a range of sources. So I think you need to be willing to accept it. And probably the company, I can't remember exactly how they sort of prepared us for the feedback, but they probably let us know that, hey, you're going to see some things in this report that probably don't put you in the most flattering light. So be open, receptive to that and, you know, be prepared for it. And certainly my 360, as I took on more leadership responsibility, I saw way more brutal 360s than mine was. So I've seen some shockers. So it wasn't really that bad. It was, I took it okay. I took it on board. And, you know, I, I saw it as a, as, a, as a learning and growth opportunity. And what was really good was when I did uh, another 360 a few years later, um, when I'd moved organizations and looking at those key areas, when it came to um, anger management, for example, the worst thing that somebody said was, we can tell when he's upset because of the look on his face. And so I'm like, okay, well, that's real progress because they're not saying that I'm like a, an anger management crazy person, for lack of a better term, just that we can see when he's upset. And I'm like, well, I'm human, right? If I'm not throwing things and yelling or swearing or anything, I'm, but you can just see on my face that I'm a little bit uncomfortable with what's going on, then I've made real progress from where I was. So I was, I was happy to hear that comment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's incredible. I, I love the 360 uh, thought uh, process and creating that, that path for other people around you to provide feedback anonymously, I think this could be so helpful. Uh, speak to now, you know, like helping us create that environment like that, you know, where, uh, you know, other people, we're helping other people on the team succeed, right? And we're just leading in that way. Uh, how do you advise people to do that now? And maybe some issues that you see often in our space? Yeah, I think we don't often, always have the opportunity to 
uh, have a 360 assessment done. But given we spent a bit of time talking about that, I would say one thing that you can do is just have a think about, well, how is it that others are seeing me and what is it that they're likely to advise me to do more of, to do less of, to start doing and to stop doing? So that simple framework, more, less, start, stop, and thinking about the type of advice that you'd be getting from someone who has your best interests at heart can be some good things to think about. Now, you may not be able to pick up all of the things that they may say, but if you start thinking about other people's perception of you, that's going to be a good place to start. At the same time, leadership is not a popularity contest, so I don't think that you should be uh, necessarily trying to do things that are going to make you well-liked. It's more about being respected and doing, uh, taking on the responsibility of the role. And one problem that I've identified in commercial real estate, but I think it's a common problem throughout a lot of industries, particularly sales-based industries, is that a lot of people who are put into leadership positions are given that responsibility as a reward for their high performance, as opposed to them showing an inclination towards wanting to take on that responsibility or demonstrating a capability to be able to perform in that role. And I think often people take on the role because they think, well, it's a bigger offers, it's a bigger title, it's a bigger uh, commission check or a profit share. And I mean, you know, I've been here so many years, it's my right, that's the natural progression of things. But they don't necessarily stop and think, well, hang on, is this what I want? And is this what's best for me? And is this what's best for people around around me? And I, I think if you're going into a leadership role, one thing that you can do, whether you think you're a natural leader or not, is just to make the decision that I'm going to take this responsibility seriously and I'm going to do some work to be the best leader that I can be. Because a lot of the attributes of a good leader are really just skills that can be learned and improved on. So I think making the decision to be the best leader that you can be and to have a think about how it is you're perceived, uh, some things that you can do in order to give yourself the best shot at being effective in a role that requires leadership. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, Make sure you subscribe to us on your favourite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co.